Gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RE Era podcast and to this little bonus episode as it's time to get ready for the biggest party of the summer as it's time for Sunday Night Heat SummerSlam 2004. We open up with our final Olympic theme SummerSlam promo as the voiceover guy welcomes us to this evening's events. Look, these promos have been brilliant. The way that they've incorporated the Summer Games and SummerSlam. The fact that this has been the first time they've ever done it blows my mind. A John Travolta-looking Todd Grisham welcomes us to heat as we see the fans enter the arena. Ivory, she's all pumped up and as it is the SummerSlam Summer Games, she recommends that all the wrestlers come out in an opening day procession, but Grisham believes it'll turn into a funeral procession. Now, by what goes down at the pay-per-view, if Edge was to come out, he'd probably end up getting lynched. Uh, Travolta and Ivory, they run through the card and with Ivory piping in with her comments with loads of woos and random little lines like... And then Grisham, he sends us to Cole and Taz. They run down SmackDown side of the card and that leads us to a video package for tonight's blood feud. Former WWE champion Eddie Guerrero versus the returning after many, many months out, Kurt Angle. You know, get some retribution for that loss. Well, this rivalry is at a boiling point and it all began in Madison Square Garden at WrestleMania 20. Eddie Guerrero is retaining the championship. Eddie Guerrero is going to get 
whatever I can. We see Kurt and his assistant, the big dog, arrive into the arena and Taz and Cole, they continue to hype the match with Guerrero and then Cole plugs the network. Now, if you're not able to access SummerSlam on traditional pay-per-view methods, you can watch it on WWE.com. Now, I'm not aware if this is a new thing. I can't say I've seen it on previous pre-shows, but it's a decent move as the world is definitely moving towards the internet age in 2004. And for those that can't access their pay-per-views but may have a computer, may have a laptop, it's a great move. It's the star of the network and Michael Cole plugs it every chance he gets during this entire episode of Heat. We see that tonight's Heat main event will be RVD versus Rene Dupree, up a tree, looking for that one, two, three. Uh, we then see an advert for Spike TV's Viva La Diva sweepstakes. Now, if you win this competition, gentlemen, you can be a bodyguard for any diva you wish, but could you fucking imagine some of the states that could potentially win this? <laughs> Divas, you think of their style, beauty, charm, and of course, their performance in the ring. It's Spike TV's Viva La Diva sweepstakes, where you and a buddy get to be WWE Diva bodyguards for a day. Yeah. Back from commercial and it's Stacker 2's YJ Stinger moment of the week. It's Jericho walking out from Edge on Raw. And Coach and Al Snow, they bring us back and they hype the IC match in quite the facey way. And Coach passes over to Lillian who has a little interview with Chris Jericho. Chris, earlier tonight we saw what happened last Monday night. After your victory over Edge, you just walked away as you let Batista do a number on Edge. Whoa, so hold on a second, Vivian. That's the question everyone's been asking me all week. Why, TJ, why'd you walk away on edge? Why'd you do it? Let me explain something to you. This is not a game. This is not checkers. This is not roulette. This is not mahjong. This is about the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah! And tonight, it's a triple threat match. Edge versus Batista versus Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. Every man for himself. Jericho, he calls a Vivian, and he says tonight he's going to walk away with what? The Intercontinental title around his waist, Junior. Coach then switches gears and talks some Diva Search bollocks and he takes us back to Raw with Randall interrupting the not Diva proceedings and we actually get a fucking promo for Diva Dodgeball. Time for one of you to be eliminated. Coach, let's get this over with. Why don't you let me do the honors? And the loser is Chandra. What was it like being eliminated in front of all those people? That's what the difference was, because it was in a big ring, but, you know, I had fun. I'm, I'm not too sad. I mean, don't feel sorry for me, <laughs> but um, I didn't really expect it. I didn't think three blondes in a row. It kind of surprises me, but I love you guys. Thanks anyway. Bye, everybody. I'll miss you. It is now time for the Raw Diva Contestant competition. Now, since it's been hot all summer long, the seven remaining Diva contestants have each been given 25 seconds to sell you an ice cream cone. So I bet with all these girls coming through that things are getting pretty hot out there. I think I might have something to cool you off. Look at this awesome ice cream cone. It looks so delicious. Maybe I'll take a lick of it. Did I mention how tasty it is? <laughs> this too. <laughs> you call in the next 10 minutes, I'll also give you this vote for Tracy. Good Bob. Do you want some ice cream, guys? Want to have some ice cream with me? Oh, it's so good. It's really hot, though. Mmm, ice cream. It's my favorite food to play in. Yeah! Yes! Woo! Ladies and 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's the time we've all been waiting for. <laughs> this is a most interesting oh. game. Sorry to interrupt your little contest thingamajiggy here, but uh, I just spoke to Eric Bischoff. In the spirit of the summer games, we, the seven divalicious divas, will be facing you in a good old-fashioned game of diva dodgeball. Good luck, losers. Oh. <laughs> I mean, ladies, because <laughs> you're going to need it. What an awful match to be on SummerSlam. Like, you've got some quality divas. You've got your Trishas of the world, Victorias of the world that are involved in dodgeball against all these models who there's no reason we get they get enough tv time on bro they don't need to be on SummerSlam. it's ridiculous the divas division evolution baby we see the thunderdome for diva dodgeball as coach hypes our main event and we see a commercial for tomorrow night's raw diva search bollocks remember people you can cast your vote on wb.com forward slash diva bollocks Saturday night, Grisham, he brings us back, and we still see a fuck ton of fans still trying to get in the arena, and then it's time to sell some shit. Sunday night, Eat has been brought to you live by Anacondas, the hunt for the Blood Orchid in theatres August 27th. Log into WWE.com to find out how you can hang out with a WWE superstar at a private movie screening. Definitely Billy Gunn. Also sponsored by Nike Speed and by Wrangler, a new generation of Wranglers. We then cut backstage to see our world champion arrive, looking all smiley and happy, shaking hands, kissing babies. Grisham and Ivory take us to a promo for our world title match as we see some fan has fetched a full Shawn Michaels 90s cutout along with him to the show. Now, fair fucks to this gentleman right here, carrying that around with you all night. <laughs> Fuck that. Ivory, she says that Orton looks good in a suit, but looks better in a crossface, and she marks out to her own joke. But Saturday Night Grisham, it just gives her, yeah, that's, that's funny. Looks really good in a suit, but I think I like him better in a crossface and a tie. Well, that's <laughs> that's funny, but that's gonna be the what's gonna be the defining moment. Will it be Randy Orton in the arc? Uh, Todd then sends it to Cole and Taz, who talk the upcoming six-man tag and shows us the happenings from SmackDown with Spike's heel turn. Really bigging up Spike as the boss of this new Dudley faction. Spike's in charge now. Little scrawny Spike who got fucking shit on for years is now in charge. He must have bubba nudes. Cruiserweight champion in a shocker two weeks ago, helping his tag team partner here, but then Spike shocking us all. Oh, yeah. Double turn cross. his back on Rey Mysterio. Time, Watch this. Yeah, big time double cross by Spike. Oh, right there where the sun don't shine. Well, it depends how you tan, but that was nasty. But listen to this. Listen to the little general, as I like to call him. Devon, get the table. Well, Spike Dudley, oh. The boss right here, the boss of the Dudley boys. I mean, telling the, the Dudleys, get the tables. I mean, orchestrating it. Then last week in a one-on-one oh. match with Paul London, Bubba pulled Spike out of the way. Spike would pick up the victory, but it would be the Dudley boys who would lay waste to the tag team champions London and Kidman in preparation, so to speak, for this match up here tonight. Oh, no doubt about it right here. Bubba Ray, Devon, Spike, just big time beating on the tag team champions. And the boss himself, Spike Dudley, enjoyed it. London, Kidman, and Mysterio hope to be ready to go tonight. We get another plug for the Diva Search, and then we see the WWE Slam of the Week, which was Lita dropping the bombshell that she's had a DNA test with her unborn baby. Send po answers on a postcard how that's happened. With Kane and with Matt, and the baby isn't Matt's, it's Kane's. And at SummerSlam, Lita signed the deal on the dotted line. She's going to marry the winner of Kane and Matt Hardy. Ladies and gentlemen, Holly Oaks has made it to WWE TV.
This leads us to Coach and Alf, they're discussing the happenings of Matt Hardy and Kane, and then it cuts to Todd, who asks Ivory, as a diva, how must Lita be feeling right now? As, as a diva? Well, as a diva in kayfabe, she's, she's fucked. <laughs> she's absolutely fucked. But Ivory says she, there's 900 reasons why she won't want to be married to Kane, and she hopes that Matt remembers that it's all his fault. Look, blaming the bloke, so it's Lita's fault for agreeing to write down her name on a contract to agree to marry the winner of a match, when that match consists of Matt Hardy and Kane. We come back from commercial, and we see a Summer Games clip for the 100-metre dash with Eddie, and then Cole brings us back from the commercial and runs down more of the card with what sounded very much pre-recorded comments over the SmackDown side of the SummerSlam card. I cannot wait for Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Two of the finest world-class athletes in the world do battle today. Who's going to come out on top here? How about Mysterio Kidman in London versus the Dudleys in Spike? Well, Rey Mysterio has been medically cleared to wrestle tonight. Will he get some retribution on Spike Dudley? Booker T and John Cena, the first match in the best of five series for the United States title. Hey, Cole, who's going to get the jump start in this race for the United States Championship? And also tonight, the WWE title's on the line. The Undertaker versus JBL. Champion claims he's got a plan. We'll find out tonight if JBL's plan is effective. And the politicking champion, JBL, guarantees a win. Cole and Taz, they run down Rose matches on the card, and then Cole plugs the network as its main event time. The RVD versus Rene Dupree with Fifi up a tree looking for that one, two, three. Uh, Rene with yet again another Fifi who yet again doesn't want to be there. I don't understand why this gimmick isn't working because wherever they're finding these dogs from, they're not trained dogs for, for showbiz, and they're not happy there. They're really not happy. Get rid of Fifi, Fifi out. So the match itself, we get a lock up to start, a clean break, and then Rene gets in a shot. Big clothesline from RVD and the Frenchman backs off. Drop toe hold, arm drag, RVD's in control for a second, but Rene goes to throw RVD over the top, but he hangs on. Shot to the gut, Rene's eliminated them from the Royal Rumble, match over, Rob Van Damme's going on to WrestleMania. Got from RVD to, uh, of course, Rene Dupree. Whoa, whoa. Top rope and the French Phenom dumped out of the ring. RVD in control, well. and the highly unorthodox Rob whoa. Van Dam is thinking about it. Well, Mr. Thursday night looking sharp on Sunday night. Vintage RVD as he hits his leg drop from the apron, and then he starts high-fiving the fans while selling at the, at the ringside, which is a brilliant spot. Leg drop from RVD up top, but Renee's quick as a cat, throws RVD into next week as we go to the commercial break. We come back with Renee in control, RVD doing all the work though, facial expressions, he's showing the struggle, uh, it looks basically like RVD's just just nestled within the hands of Dupree, he's just having a little cuddle but he's giving it, RVD gets out but Renee drives him down, uh, Renee goes for a pile driver but RVD reverses and it's a lovely spinning drop kick. RVD then goes for a diva cartwheel splash but misses, I don't know what fucking drugs he's been smoking. Neck breaker from Renee, and it's tickler time. And Taz absolutely adores Renee's tickle. I'm a Frenchman, I'm a Frenchman. Loves it. Here it is, I'm a Frenchman. I'm a French tickler, I'm a French guy. I love it, I love the dance. Please. <laughs> Rob Van Dupree paid for it. A huh? kick right to the jaw. Both men down center of the ring. Sure, that's Turning a... point of the matchup. Sure, that don't tickle. I'm a master of the segment. RVD blocks a shot in the corner and a big shot to the jaw. Split leg, that gets a two. Roll-up gets a two, and the drop kick knocks out Renee. We get the people's rolling thunder, and that gets a two. Big kick to Renee's head, but Renee gets with the boots up. RVD, though, rolls through, hits a big shot, 
and someone's feeling froggy, and we get a mahoosive Summer Games five-star frog splash from one side of the ring to the other, and RVD crawls over for the one, two, three, and the pre-show victory. The second uh, turnbuckle right there. Oh, my. Rob Van Dam up high. Well, someone's feeling froggy right here. Two, three, three quarters away across the ring, and Van Dam hits the five-star. Can he capitalize? I don't know, Van Dam. Took a lot out of him with that, but those signs of life for Dupree call it is. Hook of the leg, the cover. RVD picks up the win. Here's your winner, Rob Van Dam. You realize that Rob Van Dam connected with a five-star from three quarters of the way across the ring. Classic RVD. All these moves come out. Uh, poor Rene though, he needs to go back to the rubber row, go back with the bell ends. He, this, this singles run is not working. Um, he had his feud with Cena, didn't fucking win a thing. Um, Rene and RBD, obviously they've been involved on SmackDown with Booker and Cena, and Booker and Cena are now going on to the best of five at SummerSlam, so this is kind of like the last time maybe that RBD and Rene will, or is this going to go on for a little bit of a feud, and maybe, maybe at some point Rene Dupree might get a win. Cole and Taz, they run down some more of the card and then they send it to the voices of Raw, Jerry Lola and Jim Ross. Uh, we'll give it one last big sell for the pay-per-view. They talk a bit of Hunter and Eugene, which leads us to a promo for those two at SummerSlam. And that is also the end of the show as the graphic shows up at the end of the promo. That plan starts tonight. And when that's done, Eugene will have outlived his usefulness. Tug of war here in the Bastille chair. Oh, God! Eugene Ross here out of Ben Ross' hands. What? And right in the face of the game. Does Eugene have any idea what he's done? Eugene has cost Triple H the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H, I, I, I messed up last night. I made a mistake. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm not mad at you. Trust me. Oh, Triple H with a straight right hand on Eugene. How is this right? Four men against one of them. Eugene can't defend himself. Eugene has been battered, fried. Overall, though, as pre-shows go, this was probably one of the better ones. Um, I think it being a cross-promotion helps because you've got the whole commentary squad on tap. Coach Snow being all facey-facey was a bit odd. Ivory had me howling with the comments. I mean, two SmackDown mid-carders on the pre-show provided us with better match quality than the usual, like Maven, Noble, Shannon Moores of the world, Hurricanes, um, even though one of the competitors was Rene Dupree. Uh, but overall, it wasn't a bad pre-show, and it kind of did its job. It got you hyped. It got you excited for the important matches at SummerSlam, and it had a bit of fun along the way with Ivory and the bollocks. Well, I hope you did enjoy that little pre-show bono episode of the Our Era podcast as we get ready for our next episode, which will be SummerSlam 2004. Will we crown the youngest ever world champion? Will the special one get a victory over the game? And who will win? Diva dodgeball drama. As always, I've been Dave and you can find us on our main feed at soundcloud.com forward slash Era podcast. And until our next episode, which will be SummerSlam 2004, I've been Dave. Thank you very much. Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood, too. A credit to smell, fear, and I smell a lot. My competitors flex, yeah. They smell the 
was hot, I want it all. Excess, the sex, much success, stress up. I want it all, no less. So come on. 